can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Giants fans, welcome to Big Blue All Year, the podcast that brings you New York football Giants content all year long, while your hosts toe-tap the line between podcast professionals and a bunch of fanatics talking shit at the end of the bar. Tonight's episode of Big Blue All Year is not brought to you by anyone. Insert sponsor here. Don't forget to follow on Twitter at Big Blue All Year and rate and subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Adult content ahead, because you know, we're doing it live! Welcome, Giants fans. Roadhouse here. Mac is at the World Series game tonight down in Dallas or Arlington. So I'll be sitting in the power chair, getting you through a little Giants therapy. If you're listening to this, then you already know how demoralizing this atrocity of the season has been. And the prevailing question around Giants land is simple. What is this team? Are they the absolute joke of an organization they appear to be? Or are they a young, hungry club that's moving in the right direction, and needs to learn how to win. So tonight, instead of a deep dive into the matchup with the Bucks, we're going to take a look at what this team is and where it needs to go. But first, let's go th- get through the headlines, and we'll get into our segment that lets the distinguished panel stick on a headline to talk about or kick it to the next one. So, Berger. Hey, yo. Disciple. You. Answer me that age-old playground taunt. Are you kicking it? Or sticking it. This week, the Giants traded outside linebacker Marcus Golden to the Arizona Cardinals for a 2021 sixth-round draft pick. Uh, I'll keep this brief, Marcus. Uh, appreciate what you've done for Big Blue over the years and a half, actually. You know, hard work. You know, you've had a good season and a half. But uh, I wish you nothing but the best in the Cardinals. Let's kick it. Can I kick it? Yes, can. All right. On the uh, on the flip side, ESPN reports indicate that tight end Evan Ingram is not expected to be traded despite several inquiries. Yeah, I have to stick this one. Honestly, Evan Ingram needs to be traded. It's it's the time has run its course. It's just time. And uh, this team's only got six picks in the upcoming draft and a lot of holes to fill. I think you kind of got to maximize the amount of picks, but I'm not even sure if Dave Gettleman is the guy who should be making those moves and or drafting. So I don't know. We'll have to see back to you roadhouse. He stuck the landing. All right, moving on. The giants are investigating Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones for allegedly partying in violation of COVID protocols in New York after their loss to the Eagles last week. All right. I'm going to stick this actually. Um, this is more of like a shaking my head kind of article. Like you got two young men who are each 23 years old, you know, just coming off a tough loss, like, what do you expect? Like, I understand COVID and league protocols, but these guys got to live their lives too. And, you know, I think they were just out at dinner and they were caught with their mask down, not their pants down, you know what I mean? But, uh, I don't know, the situation's getting handled in-house. I don't know, I hope they had fun because I know they're not going to have fun Monday night against Tampa. So, um, let's keep it moving, Roadhouse. He stuck the landing! All right, the Giants have re-signed wide receiver Corey Coleman to the practice squad. Put that man on the field immediately. I'm kicking it, but come on. We need some fucking talent out there. Can I kick it? All right, that'll do it for headlines. Now let's get a word from our non-sponsors. Tonight's episode of Big Blue All Year is not brought to you by Tampa Bay's finest and classiest adult establishment, Mons Venus. Are you living in the human cesspool of Tampa Bay, Florida? Well, I am. And Mons Venus has Monday Night Football special for you. 
Beef might not be on the menu, but the freshest clans in town will be. Enjoy your buffet and maybe some ladies while you're at it. Social distancing will not be enforced, so COVID comes with the cover charge. Mons Venus, come watch the Giants snatch victory from the lips of defeat against the Buccaneers. Gar. Now back to the show. All right. Thanks for that, Burger. Uh, now to our... So tonight's main segment ordinarily is a breakdown of the upcoming week. But at this particular week, we don't feel that's exactly what is needed. Otherwise, so instead, we're going to go to a new segment called the state of the franchise. Who do you build the team around going forward? And that's what I want to talk about with you, with you guys tonight. And Burger, what do, what do you think, man? Okay. Well, the state of the Giants franchise, it's simple. It can be summed up very easily, gentlemen. It's a dumpster fire. In my eyes, when the three of us dive into this topic right now, there is only one person who is single-handedly responsible for the New York Giants as of October 27th, 2020, and it is Dave Gettleman. Um, I've seen enough football this season to see the Giants are a captain with no ship. You know, Gettleman's just steering us into the darks of waters, and he may have jumped ship without us even knowing, and he's steering us into a light which we may not ever see the end, like the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? So we got Dave Gettleman back in 2017, and there's been nothing short of head-scratching decisions between coaching hires and player personnel. So with that being said, let's first start by talking about, this man makes so many trades, and I don't get it. Like, first off, the first trade I believe he made was JPP for BJ Hill. And JPP, with the Bucks for 33 games, has 26 and a half sacks. And the reason we traded him, you know, he had a lot of injuries, back injuries. He blew off part of his hand. You know, is he a shell of himself? Is he ever going to play again? Maybe we're trying to recoup draft capital. Um, but regardless, the man is still a force on the Bucks to this day. And we're going to find out Monday night why we shouldn't have traded him. Um, we're still looking for that marquee pass rusher since he's left. Um, it's been vacated for almost three years now. It's honestly like a shame how – Dave Gettleman hasn't filled that hole. And then you trade for Alex Ogletree, who honestly had an inflated contract. Uh, and we literally gave up a fourth and a sixth rounder for more draft capital where this team needs young players to build depth around. And we trade for a guy who's over the hill, has a shitty contract, and then gets cut within a year and a half, two years, I believe we had him. So I just shake my head and like, you know, we trade OBJ, we trade Damon Harrison, we trade Janoris Jenkins, we trade Eli Apple, Olivier Vernon. And those I get, you know, you have to get rid of talent or get rid of the old regime with Jerry Reese and you bring in your own players. But these are also good players that now we're scarce for talent and depth and we haven't. Okay. okay. Listen, Berger, all those things you said, and I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. You make a lot of good points there, but that's exactly what's going to happen if they bring in a new GM. This guy's the new GM's going to come down and say, "All oh, these Gettleman guys suck. I need my own guys." Going to set us back. But we we are this, back. This team, <laughs> this team, no, this team was very rarely, very rarely can you pinpoint a single play. But Evan Ingram catches that ball last weekend or last Thursday night. Excuse me. The Giants are literally in first place. They're in first place in the division by one ball that was dropped. I'm not saying that they're that they're ready to make a run. They have a lot of things they need to work on, but they have a nucleus and they're moving in the right direction. They're playing hard. They got they're the youngest team in the league. Some of his some of some of uh, Gettleman signings have been 
turning out. James Bradbury is one of the best corners in the league right now. Blake Martinez is short up the middle of the defense. And, yeah, they need pass rushers. They could use an offensive line, too, which is even more alarming. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Disciple, what do you what do you think, man? Am I am I crazy? Like, you know, is, is Gettleman's uh, wrong? Well, I understand both of what you're saying. I mean, so this is what, year three of Gettleman, and you know, I was looking back on like Jerry Reese's picks, and I mean, the previous regime did Gettleman no favors either. Let's be honest. Basically, Jerry Reese uh, put this team in salary cap hell to compete for one year in 2016. Boat trip, you know, it's fucking history since then. Absolutely abysmal since that day. Catch the but, you know, these things, like, it takes time, and you got a new coaching, new coaching staff. I get it. But at the same time, like, uh, do we really want to do that again? Like, because, like, when Gettleman first got here, he makes all these changes. Somebody's going to come here again and, like, are we really blowing it up again? Uh, you know what I mean? You got to have a roster that you the need continuity. Is, the continuity, but the, the, the general manager has to believe in the roster. And a new general manager will not. And it's going to be but just because he believes in the roster doesn't mean it's a good roster. So I did this and my job depends on it, but these motherfuckers suck. So what does that say? I, you know what I mean? I don't know. And I, I feel ownership is partially to blame. Not They're not making every single decision, but. Let me ask you this, though. We talk, You just talked about Reese, how Reese put him in uh, cap hell. Was Reese a good or bad general manager, in your opinion? I would say mediocre at best. Burger, was Reese a good or a bad general manager? I think he's horrible. He was just set up from the last regime. Okay. Do you remember? He did two, have some two, good two, pickups. Whoa, 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 whoa. 2007. Who did. What happened at the end of 2007? Eight to 18 and one. Uh, that, that's Eli's first run for a Super Bowl. Every Name another one. seventh round pick he whoa, picked whoa. besides the mob rash to show up. Whoa, whoa, I'm not, I'm not talking about that draft class. Steve Smith, Kevin Boss, Ahmad Bradshaw. Literally, he had, uh, and there was another, and there was another uh, a contributor in there. He hit on his first three years of drafts. Did he all of a sudden become stupid? In the last three, four years of his draft? No, Mark no. Ross sabotaged the New York Giants. It is not an exact science. It's not. And, and show me a GM who's hit on all his picks. Nobody. But you, exactly. have, to, you, you have to have a good batting average. And even Dave Gettleman himself said, I got on my batting average. <laughs> I got to do better. He does have to do better. But, <laughs> but, but I trust I – trust, I hate his stupid accent, but I, I, I just want to stick with him. I just – it's like I don't love him, but you got to stick with him. We got to stick it out. So if you're saying uh, we need the draft, exactly. Like, so why are we trading for Leonard Williams, giving up a third and now a fourth because we signed him? We need this draft. Well, if he walks, does he get? Do we get a, co- a compensatory pick? You do, but 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 the question is, are you going to sign him? Yeah. So if you not- sign him, if you sign him, I'm not. I don't hate the trade. I think he's a great player. Yeah, but then you give up a fourth instead of a fifth. Fucking Joe Douglas finesse Dave Gettleman. Oh. Jesus Christ. Highway robbery. Let's really. What the lie. fuck, Dave? And he takes up what sixteen. Oh, uh, Leonard Williams is playing good. He is. Don't get good. me wrong. Yeah. I, I like what I see from him this year, but at the same time, that kind of draft capital is it worth it? But at the same time, what have you gotten, guys? That I mean, you might have been able to get a starting center. He made that trade to retain what was it, eight games of his services. 
so that we could franchise him when he could have waited till the offseason to try to sign him. That's what I get pissed off at. It was stupid like, trades like that when we need our middle round draft picks. We need to keep. They I, agree. I, I agree. It's a it's a huge blemish on his record. But the alternative, the best alternative to is is starting over. And I just I think it's it's too costly. There's, there's too much cost to turning over. And and listen, I don't love the guy, but you know, like I said last two weeks You're ago, settling for Dave Gettleman. I am. It's settle for Getty. It is cheaper to keep her. And trading for DeAndre Baker, it's been a major blemish on his record. Yo, but honestly, I, I won't even get on him on that because, yo, what? did Dave Gettleman wave the gun in the guy's face? Office? Come on. Should your boss go to jail? Should your boss get fired if you rob a guy? Answer me. I don't think so. Speed. So, all right. So, real quick. That's, so, that's I, I, think, I, I, think, I think everybody knows where I stand. I think, we should, <laughs> I think the Giants should stay the course and give – uh, the regime a few more years give Daniel Jones the same leash that Eli Manning got and improve where they are weak. You know, that's yo, why 2004, but, but 2005. Wait, but wait, but wait, wait different wait, real world. Quick. Real quick. What have you done for me lately? Real quick. So if if that's where I stand, and you want to fire Gettleman, is it a simple? What about the roster? If you're the new GM, what are you doing? And that's what that that's the key. That's the key question because well, don't just say I'm going to hire a new GM. It's well, just going to do better. You're the GM. What do you do? Well, hold on. I think when Gettleman was hired, not to go back into history, but when Gettleman was hired, John Mara basically said, look, we just made the playoffs and we just blew this one year, but we're going to compete while we rebuild, right? With Eli Manning, right? You're going to do that for me, right? And Gettleman says, yeah, if you give me the job, <laughs> yeah, I'll do anything you want, John. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know what I mean? I feel like that kind of narrative was set by the ownership. And this is like the constant meddling, the constant, like, just in your face. Like, if you're a, a supervisor at a job and the owner's there, right? Are you going to make a different decision because the owner's sitting right next to you? Or would you make a different decision if he wasn't in the building and and you're making the decision on your own Without that, you uh, think the you think the mares are meddling? on his neck. You think the I, the, I think they're they're trying. All I see are lies. I, I think there's some degree of meddling there. And I haven't seen it. I mean, I, I, how I do you know? It. You don't know I what don't, happens behind those doors. That's my point. That's my point. I'm I don't thinking know. Like an attorney today, okay? Like I'm playing like, one on TV. Like we know, we know that Dan Snyder meddles. We know that well, Jerry oh, yeah. Jones. Jerry Jones is the general manager, so we know he's he's got his fingers in it. You look at other like sports and teams that the owner has got their hands in it. I mean, I don't see any evidence that the Maris medal in in player and and that kind of stuff. I think they've been. But I think that Eli Man. Well, I hold on. Didn't uh, uh, Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese want to trade off for Patrick Mahomes? And John Mayer said, no way. We're not getting rid of Eli yet. If that's the case. Tell me then, not. Wow, that's so fucked. <laughs> I know he not. liked. I know that. that uh, no, we were in. I think that we were in, uh, 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 you know, we were in the talks to be trading with the, who was it that year? The Bills? I can't even remember who traded down. Uh, you mean when they jumped up to get Trubisky? That was that year. No, the Bears. Uh, oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah, Jamal but anyway, Adams. anyway, okay. So let's get back on on point. So my point, the question that you're both are avoiding is: you're the new GM. What are you doing with the roster that's different than what Gettleman is? You're just drafting better. You're just getting better free agents. So, or or is there some overhaul? I think you have to identify that needs to be done. Any right? new regime is going to have some kind of degree of overhaul. 
course. They have to identify if Daniel Jones is the quarterback or not. Okay, so you're the GM. Is Dan, right are you there. going for if you're the GM, are you going forward with Daniel Jones? When you're in position to draft uh, Justin Fields or Trey Lance, perhaps. Yes, yeah, so that's it also depends where we are drafting. I think Well you're not you're not drafting number one. Let's no, just put that's it that not way. Happening. So you can get, think Trevor, so you get Trevor Lawrence out of I don't even think he comes out this year if the Justin well, that's doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. We haven't seen enough college football to see if those two, which I know are also the top prospects. Um, I would have to watch film on them to see if is their decision making better than Daniel Jones's because right now it's extremely questionable. And you're seeing the highs and the lows again, but yet we haven't had a rookie quarterback in a long time. People forgot what that looks like. You know, we were a lot of giant fans today. weren't even fucking dude. They were in shitting in diapers, eating crayons back then. A lot of these fucking huffing mouth breeders on Twitter. Yeah. I listen. I, I think Daniel Jones has got it. I think he's a player. I think, I think he's going to win a title for the Giants. But what if, and- I mean, listen, man, like, what if this doesn't get better? Like I said, in the off season, I said, "Look, I'm not entirely sold on this guy. I don't know about then you." you go, I, then you go down swinging. That's my like. If you're gonna go down, you're gonna go down hard. Go down swinging with your guy. You got him for five years. He's got, as far as I'm concerned, he's got a five year full investment. And these teams like Arizona, who just dumps their quarterback, or the the Jets, who are just gonna dump their guy in year three. That's you know. Well, that's, that's definitely going to happen because the Jets are just the Jets. I mean, would you would you dump Marcus Mariota for fucking Andrew Luck? Just saying. I might. I'm just the, the obviously that's impossible because they were drafted. Uh, you know, Mar- Mariota was drafted a year after, I believe. I'm just saying it's that it's that degree of quarterback. It could be. Yeah. No. I no. It's. You know, I mean, what well, do what's Josh Rosen doing? I don't. Think, I don't even think uh, he's gotten a fair shot. Practice squad of the Bucks right now. Exactly. He's in street clothes, which yep. is honestly a, a great situation for him. I wish him the best. I mean, I didn't want the Giants to draft him, and I thought he was kind of arrogant after the draft, but I feel like he fell down back to earth, and I think when he gets his next chance, he might have a good opportunity. Who knows when that'll be? So I, I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about Josh Rosen right now. That's fine. Well, How I'm, do we get can here? Can I pose a question to right. you? How about- Lots of digressions. Sorry, guys. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so say the Giants end up going 2-14. and 14. Does Dave Gettleman Gettleman's have a job gone. at the end of the season? No. Listen, they're not going two and fourteen. This team has been I give fighting one tooth and, and listen, I'm, this is going to be the last word on this, and we're going to move on. But whatever you think about the team is, Joe Judge has got them ready to play. They they haven't been able to finish, but they're they're fighting tooth and nail. They're going to win five games. I mean, they have to. Um, so you think they're like the Dolphins of last year? I do, I do. I think they're just they're they're, they're scrappers. They're trying hard. They they're just not able to. Finish. They are playing with teams that are just on paper just better than them, flat out. Like exactly. not even close. Not even exactly. close. Playing so I think all. I think the only thing I want to get out of this segment was to 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 get my point out. I think you, we've all gotten uh, where we stand out. So, um, if unless you, I'm cautious about it. I'm cautious about it. I mean. If you're going to do it, do it before the season's over just so you get first dibs on whatever guy everybody else likes. Well, I agree with that. But, again, <laughs> I think I, if you're going to fire him, fire Rip off the fucking Band-Aid real quick. Black, Black Monday. Go get, go get Lewis Riddick already. Yeah, Lewis Riddick won. Oh, by the way, Lewis Riddick won. Yes, he did. He was call, basically calling the Giants uh, foolish for not uh, drafting Dwayne Haskins. A lot of people were. 
Okay, but again, then there you go. That that that's a feather in uh, in Gettleman's cap, and why he should be. I mean, he also let Landon Collins walk, which was a great move. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 think about all that money for not that much production. I mean, I love Landon Collins, great giant. You know, can't cover but, anybody. Yeah, <laughs> he's, a good, yeah. he's a good. He's a small linebacker. He's so, a one-dimensional yeah. player. Yeah, he put on some weight and got a little slower. So, all right. On that note, he got dusted um, by Daniel Jones. By the way, not even in the fucking frame. On that one run. <laughs> All Anyhow. right. On that note, we're going to we're going to move on. We're going to get to what the f would that look like. And um, for those of you who are listening this week, I'm sure you've heard us before. But just to recap, this is when we posit a hypothetical to discuss what the f the world would look like if this were to come true. The Dallas Cowboys offense has lost Dakota Prescott and Andy Dalton. What the fuck would it look like if a desperate Jerry Jones makes the call and signs a Mr. Eli Manning to step in as the boys' starting quarterback? (laughs) (laughs) All right, who the fuck wrote this? This is... (laughs) So, of course, it makes me want to vomit. Um... Just, can you imagine Eli getting pulled out of retirement? He's like, oh, I'm sick of being a stay-at-home dad. I'm going to go down to Dallas and and throw the ball around Jerry's world. Would you root? Like, did did Packers fans root for fucking Favre when he was on the Vikings or not? No, no but that was different because that was like a bad, ugly the, divorce. Yeah, this is, yeah. They, you know, this is like your best friend. He already kind of rode off in the sunset. Like, yeah, he was already now, only a giant. No, this can't. It, this can't maybe be. So it can't be. But Dude, this is I like your best friend. I would still. I still root for him, wouldn't he? Like it'd be hard not to. No, with that a uniform on, it'd be easy to actually. Yeah, but but I would want I would want him to throw for four hundred yards and five touchdowns, and then just they lose. lose. No, because then his record would be negative. See, I don't even want that. This is my nightmare. Okay, he cannot come back. <laughs> what if he just comes back, makes like storms into the playoffs to the Cowboys, and wins another championship? Like that would just like break my heart. Oh no, that would no, that would could can't that cannot that be. Can't, no, that yeah, that cannot be. And he would have. But yo, honestly, if, if it were like, like, how crazy would shit have to get for them to call Eli Manning off the couch? They would call him if they thought he would answer. That's if Jerry can't get Ryan Fitzpatrick from the Dolphins. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jerry Jones. Let's just hope that never happens. All right, this is a terrible hypothetical. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck wrote this. This is it is awful. It's probably Max. It's not even here. Sick. Stupid baby. It's game. sickening. <laughs> <laughs> but, but wouldn't you just feel awful though if he went down there and got his ass kicked? It's probably he was what like, would happen. Their offensive line is like destroyed. Yeah, why would you do that? Right, but wouldn't that also be terrible? Wouldn't that also like, be terrible? Oh, like as Somebody's a as a he goes That'd down be hard there to watch because we watched it for fucking seven years down here up here. <laughs> All right, we had fun with that one. Let's uh, let's let's move on. We're gonna take us to our. It's a brand new segment, uh, folks, called "Would You Rather." It's pretty self-explanatory. So basically, um, guys have not heard these, so this is gonna be all fresh for them. I'm gonna give them any basically an either or, and they're gonna pick one. And if, if it's interesting, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. All right, are you guys ready? Do it. All right, Burger, you get the first one. Ooh. All right, would you rather? Trade Evan Ingram to the Philadelphia Eagles for a fourth round pick or trade him to the Chargers or some shit for the sixth round pick? Ooh, that's a really good question. Uh, 
And they would get Evan Ingram for a fifth year because they would definitely exercise the option. Uh, just because, you know, I'm a fucking pouty Giants fan right now after what the Eagles did to us, he's going to the Chargers. Fuck it. To give up two rounds of draft capital just to say screw the Eagles. Yeah, just to say F you to the Eagles and Carson Wentz. But that sort of tells you that you kind of think he's decent. That if you're willing, if you're afraid, you don't want him in the division, dude. I bet you. He, and also, Carson Wentz. Anywhere else he goes, he's gonna shine. He would be I promise you. <laughs> I promise you that much. I'd rather see Justin Herbert throw to him than Carson Wentz. All right, that'd be right. a sick fucking team. That was a good one. You rather though? Yeah, feed me. All right, um, disciple. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna jump around because because I don't want you to give you this one. Um, okay. Would you rather trade a boatload of picks and get Trevor Lawrence or commit to a long-term contract for Daniel Jones right now? Holy shit. That's a tough one. Oh, sunshine. I mean, what kind of picks are we talking here? <laughs> a boatload, <laughs> a boatload. So like what the jets gave up for Darnold or more? They give up what three seconds? No, next next year's first, this year's first, and a second. I might honestly. I might entertain something like that. I, I would I would actually try to package Evan Ingram in that trade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, you gotta pick. You gotta pick. You gotta pick one. I don't know. There's so like, dude. There's so many holes on this team. I'm not sure if quarterback is the biggest one, but at the same time, I'm not confident that Daniel Jones is the guy. I don't think anybody else is right now either. I'd like you like some of the things you see, but dude, he's good for a turnover or two a game. Okay. Minimum two. He can grow. Right. Okay, he can grow. A, he can grow out of that. B, he can, uh, dude, that's is, what we said last year, but it hadn't. B, I, I, what are this? What signs uh, have you seen? What signs have you seen that you think that that's going to happen anytime soon? Disciples. He, this is why I love this segment is because it forces you to pick one. <laughs> all right, fuck it. I'm trading the the hound. I'm trading everything for Trevor Lawrence. Then Daniel right. Jones too. All right, for a second to the Indianapolis Colts. All right, Bur- Burger, Burger, uh, I have another trade scenario for you. Excellent. Would you rather? Would you rather trade a second-round pick for Michael Thomas right now and try and win the division? Keep in mind, they're only a game and a half out. Or a fire sale. You trade Golden Tate, Kevin Zeitler, and whoever else, whatever other veteran has value to the highest bidder for next year. I feel like you're selling Michael Thomas extremely short for a second-round pick. Well, that's it. That's the, that's the question. Uh, obviously, I would if I can get Michael Thomas for a second round pick, I would do that in a heartbeat. But he would fetch way more than that. I know he's also having some problems with the Saints right now. But uh, yeah, did he punch somebody in the face? He got in a fight at practice, and then, you're gonna then you're gonna pay hand. draft capital to bring that energy to your team. Well, the problem is we could have drafted him, but we took Sterling Shepard. So ironically, he could have been a giant. But yeah, I would take Michael Thomas for a second round pick. Why not? Our receivers are dog shit right now. Because the season's over and they're they're, they're they're one in five. Yeah, you said we're only a game and a half out. Let's go. All for right. It. Uh, oh, hey, so you think we so so in the first, I just want to recap for those who are still listening, the few that are still li- listening. In the beginning of the episode, you said 
that this team is a complete and utter dumpster fire. Yeah. That was your definition. Yet you're willing to trade a second round pick to try and win the division. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Michael Thomas. That's a great scenario. I will take the number, probably a top three receiver in this league for a second round. Pick. And this is why fans don't run teams. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering we traded OB right, for a first right. round pick, like, let's be honest, like that, like hall is, Yo, but how good is Michael Thomas really, bro? I feel like they just throw bullshit routes to him. He's not running down the field. We don't know. He's good he, at his hands and catching traffic in Madden or in real life. It's great. Oh, in Madden. Oh, thank God. We have Madden. Oh, talking. in Madden. Uh, all right. He did not, bitch not, about not, that, let's, too. let's not get too serious about this. It's just a, it's just a would you rather. All right. All right. So uh, we're on a disciple. Back in 2017, would you have rather had Gettleman draft Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, or one of the other available quarterbacks instead of Saquon Barkley. It's actually 2018, just to clarify. Yeah. Oh. So that would have been that would have been Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson, but he wasn't even in that first like top ten conversation, which was like that just shows you how what they know. That just shows you what Lamar, the, yeah. even the no, fucking general managers. Well, the Ravens came back. Thirty-two teams fucking passed on him. Well, not thirty-two. Thirty-one. Sorry. Like, no, sorry. he was drafted like twenty-fifth or something. But that doesn't matter. But yeah, n- not counting uh, Lamar Jackson because I don't he know. Wasn't on honestly, Jerry's still out on all these guys. Yeah, Baker had a good game, but like he's very up and down. It's the shitty ass Bengals. No offense. I mean, their their team might be just as bad as the Giants. What are they? One five and one. So, again, let me just reiterate why I love this segment, because it makes the disciple pick a freaking answer and to he's the question. About Baker you know what? I take right Saquon. Now. I take Saquon. Okay. Stick with Saquon. All right. All right. I got, I got two more. One I, kinda, I don't really love. I so have one gonna... for both of you at the end, but keep going. All right, Berger. Yeah. Right now, would you rather beat Tom Brady and the Bucks this weekend on Monday night or beat both the Cowboys and the Eagles in the second half? Damn. As as much as it would make me uh you know smile that we beat Tom Brady on, on the brightest lights of Monday night, it's just not realistic. I'd rather beat the Eagles and the Cowboys because I fucking hate them. Yeah, me too. Okay, now for mine, ready? Go for it. It has it's kind of similar. Would you rather the Giants get blown out every week? like the Jets do besides the Bills game or would you rather get your heart broken every single week despite not even winning so like Eagles game every week imagine that yeah no it's 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 brutal but you're right it's actually a great question I would rather get my heart broken because at least it tells me that they're freaking close yeah at least there's some form of progress I'm assuming like the fact that I'm turning up to watch the game, like I've turned off games in the second quarter before because it's just there's, <laughs> there's no chance. I told these guys I fell asleep at the fucking Rams game and I woke up and the score was like 53 <laughs> seven. But if it's if they, if they get me to the to the end of the game, I'm like, oh, well, that's a, almost three hours of entertainment. <laughs> it still fuck my heart. But up. no, but it, it no, it hurts. So I will really admit does. to that. All right, guys. That was uh, that was a good first first time with uh, Would You Rather. So we're gonna find we're gonna drop into 
our huge predictions where each week we offer our huge predictions for the upcoming Giants game. Now, real quick, we haven't talked much about this um, this game. I think it's pretty obvious that the Bucks are a quality team. They're putting up a ton of points. Uh, Brady uh, is proving that he's the GOAT, which really pains me, but it also makes uh, Eli's two Super Bowls over him that much more impressive. Um, that being said, this week's huge prediction is not brought to you by Facilla Automotive. We're working on it. Uh, so if anyone knows their VP of marketing, please hit us up on Twitter at Big Blue All Year. All right, Burger, what do you got? What's your huge prediction? The Burger's huge prediction is actually a negative one. I don't think the Giants are scoring over 14 points on Monday night. Whoops. Oh. All right, so I'm going second. I'm going to take Wayne Train, Wayne Gallman. Running hard with a purpose this week, showing up bitch ass burger, talking shit about him week in and week out. He's getting over a hundred yards, folks. The way he was running at the end of the Eagles game is one huge positive to take from this. Uh Devonta Freeman gets hurt. He uh he he looks like a damn good running back in his absence, let me tell you. Well party on Wayne. All right, my huge prediction is that somehow these Giants are going to find a way and they're going to beat the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think uh, I think it's a it's, it's one of those games that the Bucks are just you know that they've take the foot off the gas. They're going to free, they're going to say the Giants are nobody. It's a trap game, and this team's hungry. They're just going to claw or they're going to somehow claw their way to. To something, it's going to be a special teams play, a defensive touchdown. They're going to get, you know, frankly, they may need to get a few calls. They may get a little lucky, but I think this finally things are going to go right, and you get it in the uh, the win column again. And Chris Godwin got ruled out with a broken finger, so it's only Mike Evans really, unless AB plays this week. He's not playing. Oh no, isn't he suspended actually this game or one more game? He's he's, he can't play till week nine. Scotty Miller is going to light us up. Actually, I bet Tyler Johnson's going to get a touchdown. The rookie court, the rookie uh, wide receiver yep. that I wanted from Minnesota, he looked good too, man. I like that guy a lot. I'm jealous of the Buccaneers, man. They got receivers out the ass, out the wazoo, and we got a practice squad guys. <laughs> and they got Gronk. Giants have no receivers. No. I let me suit up. I walk on the team. <laughs> All right. On that note. If you haven't figured it out by now, we're possessed by the spirits that reside at 1925 Giants Drive. But even they make mistakes sometimes. So let's exercise tonight's demons with the shot. Roadhouse, I know this is your first time hosting the show, but you can't be saying lies confidently, my man. Lamar Jackson was taken 32nd by the Baltimore Ravens. And they also traded into that position. But I'm not going to rail against you too hard. Good job on your first hosting. I have the demons. All right, Big Blue Nation. Let's end the, tonight with the fact that the Buccaneers aren't aware that the Giants are young. They're aggressive. They're improving. New York. Football. Giants. Ah. Ah. All right, for Burger, the Disciple, Mac, the Shaman, this is Roadhouse, Big Blue all year. Good night.